Welcome back to another episode of The Adventures of the Zebulon Harding, session 35. Um, when we last left our... Man, I say I'm a lot. When we last left our Earl and the Zebulon Harding, uh, they had finally made their way from uh, <clears throat> our origin, um, actually starting really originally from Glimmer of Hope, over to Dead Rock, got lost in the nebula, Ended up coming over here to the, uh, um, where are we at here? Over to the, uh, uh, Hypergiant. <clears throat> Some small amounts of revelation kind of coming to light there. And then finally made our way to our original destination of LaGrange, which location I will remind you, uh, a temperate world, uh, somewhat toxic atmosphere with a, an orbital station overhead. Uh, that we have crossed paths with a couple times before, never actually stopping at, at least in part because they appear to be at loggerheads with forces from Meridian Station, who are now really not very numerous in the station, partly because thanks to our own activities, they were drawn off, most of those forces were, many of those forces were drawn off to a uh, glimmer of hope from which we escaped. Uh, and we now find ourselves uh, hailing the station that lies overhead of uh, the uh, overhead of the planet of Lagrange. Let's just get ourselves a station here for this. Can I can I do that without it being too big of a thing here? Let's overrun here. Yeah, let's do that. And there we go. Now, I believe yeah, we're gonna use this one for Lagrange. I think Didn't quite behave where I wanted to go. In any case, uh, yeah, this is kind of the vibe I'm going for here. I think this this works pretty well for Lagrange. Um, big old. The main thing I'm going for here is size, because if I remember right, Lagrange is, um, or maybe I don't know how big it is. Let's look back at the star map and see if I put how big it actually is meant to be. Lagrange doesn't really say. Vital world, orbital settlement, scarred surface, unfriendly, unfriendly atmosphere. Currently in battle. Okay. Um, right. Let's let's do some stuff here. So <clears throat> before I get going on all this, I want to just want to acknowledge the space elephant in the room as anybody who's been following this game knows i pretty much just go with what uh, uh happens during the game uh, i don't do a lot of prep ahead of time um i, I don't spend a lot of time I, I think about the game obviously in between and sometimes i think up you know i, I, I come up with some like oh yeah that's probably what's going on um kind of stuff but as a general rule i think up what's going what's going on with the game and sort of figure it out as the prompts sort of direct me to do that which works out fine have no complaints that is fine with that said things have shaken out in such a way that it seems as though a lot of stuff is about to come to a head here at lagrange station or at lagrange and um not least of which involves a lot of questions potentially at least somewhat getting answered man just a ton of them like stuff with the zebulon harding at least to some extent the crew of the zebulon harding uh what's going on uh to some extent what what some of the stuff is that's going on with meridian station the crew of the Surya's tribute that uh earl was uh, nominally a crew member for at some point in time and who all apparently perished and managed to keep him alive where he was then uh, just there's just a ton of stuff we are coming closer to answers for a lot of which Earl will be asking for those answers while he's here which means I'm going to have to have them and 
that's fine and it's happened before but not to this degree like not so many of them all at once and i'm a little bit spooked by how much stuff we have to sort out here so i'm just a, I, I'm, I'm approaching this with a certain amount of trepidation which is fine. Uh, I, I just, uh, there's just a whole bunch going on here. Somebody, as he comes up there and on comms is scrambling, like, get down here so I can give you a hug. And I have no idea who that is. I am getting very close to being able to lay Akeem and Ayako to rest and find out what happened to the rest of the crew of Surya's Tribute, presumably because I'm getting here. And I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on. We're going to be using the oracles a lot. I thought about this, guys. I've laid around, like, thinking about like, what it might be. And the best I've been able to do is just sort of actually get a pretty decent job, do, do a pretty good decent job, I think, in my head, of remembering everything that I've got to get sorted out. Um, that, that's pretty much most of it. Not what the answers are, just realizing everything I need to determine. Oh, and really, what what the hell is going on with uh, with uh, Arnav, with Paladin slash Scout, and, and how he's so closely tied into this? What was the package that that uh, dancer sent me for in the first place and and how is that tied into the whole thing uh just it's a whole bunch of stuff not all of which necessarily needs to be answered today it's just it's a little daunting right um this is the problem that a lot of people worry about when they get into games like this uh i think when they come from say some more traditional game and uh they have plotted out kind of what the storyline is before the game starts so they know kind of what's supposed to happen versus very much see to your pants just play it as it falls kind of stuff, which is how I tend to, to roll with things. But what I also tend to have in, in a lot of games is I've got players other than myself who are throwing out theories about what's going on, uh, which give me ideas, whether or not um, it's the idea that they had or some other idea that bounces off of what they proposed. It just, it just gets me started, right? And, and I don't have that. I have me and I have the oracles. And uh, when I'm sitting here stumped going, man, I, pff, I don't know what's going on. Uh, it makes things a little complicated, a little bit challenging, a little bit scary. So this is gonna be an acid test, I think. This is gonna be one of those times where we find out, it's like, okay, well, between me and the oracles, can can I make this thing all kind of come together? Do I, uh, do, do we go? This isn't really me playing the game, but this is me acknowledging. This is one of the tough things. This is maybe one of the things that put people off of this. Um, I, I see on the um, Ironsworn forums a bunch, uh, you know, people are like, yeah, I've started like 14 different campaigns with this thing. I just keep trying new stuff and I kind of cycle through a bunch of stuff. And that seems really cool. I, and I got to think people are, you know, uh, maybe, maybe some of the times that they stop and pause and leave it for a couple of months and go play something, you know, some other Ironsworn game or Starforge game or whatever. It's because they get stuck. Don't really have that luxury right now because I don't have a lot of games. I don't have that option. I'm not allowed myself that option. But, you know, leaves me here. So... Let's find out a few things. Let's dig in here. So let's get over here to, uh, we're going to get back over here to set the stage again. We got Lagrange. Um, this particular image, uh, I try to give credit where this is due, but I believe this is actually generated by Midjourney. I got this off of, um, I think just the Midjourney forums or somebody had generated this. I did not do this one, but the file name that I have it under would lead me to believe that it is a Midjourney AI generated um, synthographic image, photographic synthographic. Whatever. But I like the I like the idea. This seems very big to me. It feels very big to me. Like the original uh, space station. It strikes me that that this uh, area right here would be the size. This area right here would maybe be the size of like the original space station, like that core. So this guy is big. Um, and I think because of that, we're probably going to lean into this being a, a reasonably good sized 
settlement, but let's let's find out. Um, let's get Earl up here. Hello, Earl. How are you doing? Earl has seen some shit. Let's get in here into the oracles and just start digging around a little bit. So we're going to get into the. All right, let's 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 just find out about a few things of the planet as we are approaching. So we're gonna find that side out, that stuff out first, uh, and just go from there. So. What else do we have here to say about this thing? Observe from space. What does it say? Observe from space. High gravity. Okay, so it's a big planet. Big station, big planet. Good to know. Big, uh, what do they call those things? Exoplanets? Like I've seen a couple of these things, uh, different space things where it's like, you know, it's an Earth atmosphere, but it's a big damn planet. Okay, cool. So high gravity. Interesting to know. Um, planet side feature. We already mentioned the scarred terrain. What does the book suggest that we roll for these kind of, how off, how many times we roll on this kind of stuff? It's your vital word. Settlements, observe from space. Oh, let's roll one or two times. What else do we have? High gravity and what else you got? Large moon, large moon, high gravity. Cool. I wonder if the orbital, now we already have the cool orbital summit. I'm not gonna do a moon one, but there might be something on the moon too. Large moon, orbital settlement, heavy gravity, big planet, big moon, big space station. A lot of stuff about Lagrange is big, and of course, let's put the station right at the Lagrange point. This is a station that's not equidistant, but at the Lagrange point between the large moon and the heavy gravity of the planet. Cool. I like that. That's neat. I've always wondered why the station was called that. Now I know. All right, what else we got? Um, since we did that, diversity. What is the diversity of this system? And we're you can assume that we're we're scanning and and picking up all this information as we're approaching, because you know. Moving in space. Space is big. This takes time. Uh, complex, complex system. Four different biomes. I love that. Diverse life. I love it. So we have diverse life, complex biomes. There's four, at least four biomes. The biomes include chaotic, chaotically juxtaposed biomes. Okay. File that one away. And magnetic disturbances. Well, it's a great big planet and a great big moon. So... Let's leave that for what it is. Now let's talk about settlements. So population in the outlands, eh, it's in the hundreds. I, this is not high enough for me for what's been going on here. They've been fighting a protracted battle. Uh, they got a great big space station. Hundreds just seems very low to me. And I am inclined to just kind of go over the thing. For the first look, um, we kind of have a picture of the station, so I don't need a ton of uh, first look stuff, but let's let's roll at least once on the first look for this for the settlement just to get an idea of uh, built within terrain or an asteroid. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna give that another another roll. Significant or structural damage? That I will buy because again they've been in conflict with uh, uh, Meridian for a while now. So let let's we got significant or structural damage. Initial contact. I think we've sort of established already. We know what the settlement trouble is, I think. That's pretty straightforward. Settlement projects. History. History is interesting. Action plus theme. Okay. Coordinate stranger. Coordinate stranger. Strangers. Hmm. Okay. Um, settlement trouble. Stolen technology or object. Stolen technology, or aside from the fact that they're at war with Meridian. Wow, that's a lot. That is a lot of stuff to unpack okay let's 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 do a little bit of cherry picking here as we start to put this put this stuff together here i'm gonna i want to get the lagrange uh page up here so i can take a few notes planet with high gravity whoops planet with high gravity large moon and a 
large space station orbital at the at the Lagrange point at a Lagrange point. Hence the name. Diverse life, many biomes, chaotically juxtaposed. We'll say fewer, lower population than expected. How about that? Lower population than expected. Station has significant structural damage. Projects coordinate strangers. That's weird. Um, I like it, but it's interesting. Coordinate strangers. Uh, trouble, stolen technology or object. I feel like there's something certainly can be done with the, with the missing technology or object, stolen technology or object or something like that. Although it could be that they have the stolen technology or object. That's why Meridian's after them because if Meridian had stolen the technology or object, why are they still here? Uh, why are they still coming after these guys? Because they have what they came for, right? They haven't left, which would imply uh, they would that would imply that uh, things are not all hunky dory. Cool. All right, so we're coming in on this thing and, and getting all this information with 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 Zeb and uh, uh, Earl. Earl says, hey, you know, listen, uh, uh, Zeb, if he if he if any of this jogs your memory, sparks your memory circuits, so to speak, uh, do please call it out. Uh, uh, yes, Earl, and uh, I would say the the same. I would I would say the same to you. If if anything here uh, is something that you recall, well, that's a good point. And right now, and actually, let's. Hmm, I think there's a small chance that seeing Lagrange up up close and getting all this data and stuff might actually jog Earl's memory, or, or, or in some way, shape, or form. Like he'll he'll remember, eh, maybe not from the gap time, from the lost time, but some place, some other time that he's been here. So let's uh let's see if there's a there's a small chance it you know that that he remembers. Oracle says nope. Still blank. Good to know. All right, so we're closing in on this place. We're coming into the. Uh, we're coming in on the station to dock, and uh, moving quickly and stealthily to do so. And so we're going to dock up. Guns are tracking us, but nobody's actually locking, which is fine. And we're just going to come in and dock. And <sighs> are you all right, Earl? Uh, well, you know, it sounded like there was somebody there that was. Uh, pretty ready to meet me and uh i don't have the last goddamn idea who that might be so it's yeah a little nerve-wracking a little bit are you going to be all right on here with Kay? I, I mean to talk with them uh quickly as, as soon as possible and talk to them about uh, uh the situation as she stands right now see if we can resupply a little bit and see what they can do for Kay and the and the little ones uh and find out a little bit more about our cargo our, our formerly human cargo down in the down the cargo bay. So uh, uh, I'll be back quickly. But is it all right if I if I leave you here? Yes, of course, Earl. I mean, you don't really have another option. It's not as though I can come with you. Well, I'll keep you on comms if there's any need to. Uh, you know, if you, if you need to let me know anything, I'll I'll keep the comms open. Oh, all right, Earl. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I'd be pleased. Are you going to leave them open during the conversations? Well, yeah. Let's uh, unless they object in some way, shape, or form. Uh, yeah, I'll keep you keep it on the keep you on open comms. And with that, I will head our merry way down here. All right, so we're disembarking from this dock that thing, coming down uh, through the airlock into like sort of like the long, honestly, the airlock version of that long tunnel that you come off a plane and you're going down this sort of expanding uh, uh, tunnel onto the place. Just no damn idea what's what's coming next or what, what's going to be waiting for me at the end of this thing as the door opens up. So the, the airlock 
cycles and opens up and there is somebody there's somebody there so or, or probably several somebody so first look let's 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 go with the first look and again now I, I will say the online version of the oracles is fantastic but it's also useful to take a look at in the book because they don't just have the oracle tables in there they also make a suggestion as to how many times you may want to roll on those tables and that that can be very that can be extremely useful just to get a sense of how how much you're you're expected to kind of flesh somebody out first looks meant to be a couple of rolls so let's see what we got here just one and two distracted and tattooed and here's who we have here's who we have at the end of the gangplank waiting who turns kind of towards earl as uh i just i feel the, i feel the need to like put him up here <laughs> kind of in contrast to this face because it just seems kind of um like we get a double shot of their of their expressions as we see each other uh, um, uh, down the uh, down the gangplank. And once again, uh, I'm going to throw a oracle roll at this thing and see if seeing her because again, when we spotted the folks that um, the the bodies at the wreck of the um, that's Rios tribute, uh, Earl remembered people, and uh, when he saw his clothes, he remembered them. So seeing familiar things. I'm going to say there's about a 50-50 chance that he, that this, that this sparks memory. Because again, he doesn't have complete amnesia. This is, this is a, he, he's, he remembers stuff from his past, some of it, and, or a fair amount of it. It just, it, anything up to coming up toward the time when he has complete time loss, he tends to be a little bit shaky on. And a lot of that can be shaken loose when he sees it. So we'll say there's about a 50-50 chance he's, he's got some kind of memory here. And the Oracle says yes. Cool. Um, does he remember, <clears throat> let's say, does he remember her name or her call sign? Uh, if it's yes, she, he remembers her actual name. If it's no, he remembers her call sign. Remembers her call sign. So they see each other. We see this 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 facial, this this thing. And you see Earl say, fidget. And she comes and she, and then her face kind of, she, her, her face kind of lightens up. Her expression kind of breaks. She smiles and she comes running down towards him and this hits him with this big old hug. She said, get down here. I'm going to give you a hug. It's, I'm going to say it's unlikely that this is a romantic thing or that she's going to greet him in a romantic way. So, uh, does she greet him? It's unlikely. Does she greet him with something more than a hug? She does. Okay. I was not expecting that it was unlikely so yeah there's a hug and then the thing and then the kiss and not exactly earl's not 100 percent. it's a good kiss totally good with the kiss uh it seems a little bit abrupt he wasn't really expecting it so he does kind of is it okay with um fidge it's it's uh uh and she's she kind of like you know sorry sorry no no it's 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 all right it's it, more than all right but uh uh well there's a lot to un there's a lot to talk about. Uh, we got some place that you can, uh, how, how are, man, there's just too much. Uh, can we sit down someplace? There's just a lot to talk about. Maybe someplace a little, uh, private, not, not just someplace quiet. Yeah. Uh, sure. Let's, uh, come with me. And she kind of, uh, takes his hand and releases it and then takes it and kind of smiles shyly and comes along with this thing. All right. So cut a little scene here and then we'll see where we're at boy <laughs> so let's 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 where, where do we set up here are we now this is probably it's gonna have to be quick and dirty conversation here because earl came in 
to what's essentially a system under 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 siege in an unknown ship or possibly a known ship which is almost more complicated he was recognized by this person uh, a fidget apparently um interesting name and was apparently given access but it's probably not going to be left alone very long before people are going to want to know who the fuck he is there's a lot to unpack there so we probably go down the hallway not very far and then duck into like uh well, this would be an airlock thing so like a like a not a supply closet but you know like an like a the, sort of a side chamber that holds like suits for maintenance like going on the outside of the station for maintenance uh that kind of thing this place is uh, as it's been damaged so there's probably a lot of people working it's hard to find a place where there aren't people and we're not going to be left alone for we're not going to be left alone for very long so i feel we've run a lot of art a uh, lot of oracles let's i feel like there's probably a move here um her initial she's still kind of suspicious of this whole thing although she's enthusiastic you know like so greeted enthusiastically let's see if we can put her mind to rest so we we pull into the thing she's like where what happened where were you what what is that what is the ship that you just sh what what's what's going on earl i'm gonna attempt to roll a connection i'm just gonna explain this thing i don't really know uh i woke up a few weeks back i guess it's been damn near a month woke up on that ship nobody else was there and the ship's memory had also the recent parts of the ship's memory had been wiped i've been able to piece together some parts a lot of it i haven't uh this ship ran afoul of meridian i've run afoul of meridian since i came to they seem to have it out for me they seem to have some memory of some things that i've and they're definitely not happy with that ship and the former crew of the ship who i'm still trying to find i think i think i'm no i'm i know just before the section of time that i don't remember that i was crew part of a crew with a ship called the Saria's tribute and i've got a couple of their crew members with me but they didn't make it. Uh, I've been trying to find where the, you know, their family or their friends, so I could lay them to rest. And with everything else going on, and there, there's quite a bit more to it than just that. Uh, my path led me here. Yeah, I've been past here a couple times, not really knowing it for anything special. And uh, it just seemed like too many things were pointing this direction, not to just listen and come here. So I'm here. I remember your name, but I, and I remember parts. I don't remember why. I don't remember ever being here before. I don't think nothing immediate as I saw the outside of the station. Uh, there's a lot more, but for the parts that I think it matter to you right now, that's kind of everything. And I, I, I hope it's enough that you believe me. And I'm going to roll heart. I don't have anything to roll in addition to that. She's not a connection yet, but I'm going to try to make her a connection and see if I can uh, uh, build that up. So I don't have any extra boost on this. Uh, let's see if we can uh, get that on there and see what we get. That is a strong hit. Okay, so that is a five against a one and a three. I love that. On the strong hit, you create connection. Give them a roll and a ring. I think this is an old friend. I think that this clearly establishes her as uh, somebody that knew me before. And that strong hit tells me that, that enough stuff was familiar to her that, uh, you know, she she's immediately. So I'm not going to actually set this as a particularly challenging lead, so to speak. So we're going to put in Fidget and her real name's Alexis. Let's get into the details here a little bit. She's just troublesome because I, I, I intend to resolve this 
um, relationship pretty quick. And having done that, so she's a connection now, and I wonder, I'm going to get her role, look at that, um, under the oracles, look and figure out what her deal is. So she is a scavenger. Eh, build a relationship. Her character goal is build a relationship. All right. And again, the problem that they have here on the station is stolen technology or, or an object. And if they are, if the problem is that they have a thing and she's a scavenger, that might actually amount to something. All right, I can live with that scavenger. So what I'm doing here, uh, essentially initially here, is I'm just gonna see if she can provide any additional information. So I am going to try to gather information here, searching for clues, asking questions. Can you tell me anything else about how, I mean, does the Sirius tribute ring any bells? Does, does does any of this make any damn sense or, or mean anything to you? Why is Meridian attacking this? But like, can you tell? Can you tell me anything? Because I tell you, every time I think I get I get some answers, I just end up with more questions. And uh, we're gonna try and do this. We're gonna roll plus wits. But um, and I really, she's a scavenger. That's not really the thing. But she's just the first person who's really known Earl and has had a pulse since we got into this thing. So I'm going to give her a plus one from that just by virtue of her being somebody who knows Earl's history and seems to be a little bit more willing to do that. And we're going to give a plus one on that. Uh, so rolling wits, uh, plus one, see what we got. That is a damn miss. That is a miss that I can't do anything with because I don't have enough uh, momentum to fix the seven and make it anything out here. I've got seven momentum right now. Okay. All right. On a miss, your investigation unearths a dire threat or reveals an unwelcome truth that undermines your quest. Pay the price. An unwelcome truth that undermines your quest. Let's take a look at pay the price. Oh, I hope everybody else groaned when they saw that too, because mm, your action causes collateral damage or has an unintended effect. Story complication. Enemy unexpectedly benefits from your actions. Your action causes collateral damage or has an unintended effect. The enemy unexpectedly benefits from your actions. So Fidget is just about to answer and she, she just kind of like, she kind of blinks and shakes her head like she really can't believe what I'm saying. And she opens her mouth to say something and then like this wrist com big bracelet looks like the, the, the vortex manipulator that they have on the doctor who for the doc you know, captain jack kind of the big thing and like big light like a like thing kind of buzzes vibrates on her arm and she kind of jerks and looks at it and then the alarm for the station goes off and uh then somebody on the comms says something like we're getting an energy signature off of that off that new ship alexis we're getting a new we're getting a new energy signature off of that we're reading a wisp on that on that on that ship and her eyes, Alexis's eyes just go big. And <clears throat> she looks at me. She looks at her comms first and kind of blinks. And she looks at me and she's like, a wisp. She looks at the comms as like a wisp. And she looks up at Earl and says, Earl, what's on the ship? What did you, did you, what did you bring here? Did you, did you bring it here? And that's where we're going to stop. Uh, because I need to process this. And also my camera's acting up and, and lagging out on me right now. So I'm going to stop. Um, otherwise it's going to look really weird. So um, we're going to pause there because <laughs> Earl's batting average of uh, any answers he gets, uh, uh, just bring more questions, seems to be holding true. But uh, hopefully in disaster, we will find more answers. But it seems that the question, what are you carrying, Earl Baxter, has reared its ugly head again, this time coming from a new quadrant. In this case, the face of my old friend, 
fidget which apparently her name is alexis and also apparently i don't get to uh, uh do an advance on her relationship or um having her help me out in dire circumstances because instead of doing that successfully i rolled a damn failure so thanks guys uh apologize for my lagging camera it's acting a little bit wonky here and i'm sorry about that but I think we've hit a new chapter here. There's going to be a bunch of stuff happening here on LaGrange. I'm glad we got an interesting setup for this. Uh, I'm very pleased with this new character that we have uh, here in the form of Fidget. Um, friend of old friend of Earl's and this interesting place. So I just want to say one more thing um, while we're while I got here. Um, recently in the gaming industry, there's been a lot of uh, foo-foo around the uh, uh, ha Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast and their their OGL. Uh, gaming open gaming license and that kind of thing and i just want to i want to give kudos to sean uh tompkin because who he uh responded to all of this by saying hey listen in case you forgot iron sworn was released under two different creative commons licenses one for non-commercial one for commercial and uh i i you know after looking at everything that's going on here i just want to make it clear that you're welcome to make any non-commercial stuff you want to and, and let me just look at the at the commercial stuff here and let you know that the commercial license is going to be expanded to include even more of portions of Ironsworn and Ironsworn Delve and Starforged go out and make cool stuff. And that is, I think, just one more example of Sean being a damn, just a class act. In the face of a flood of bullshit coming from Wizards of the Coast, Sean is turning to the people around him and providing ready-made boats with instructions about how to add uh, <laughs> cushions to the seats, but the boats themselves are ready to go. He basically provides everything. Um, and, and clearly I'm not uh, uh, directly affected really by the OGL or anything like that. I don't play D&D. &D. I haven't played D&D &D in years. I have no intention to start playing D&D &D or, or anything based on that system. I've got plenty of games that I love and a hundred more that, uh, that I wanna try um in the future but right now you know i'm spending a lot of time on starforge and iron swarm and every time the rubber meets the road sean proves that my loyalty to the system and the and the designer and the crew that are behind this wonderful game system and the whole family of products it, it, it deserve the loyalty that that they've been afforded by the people in the community just top-notch crew i just want to call out and say thank you again sean and and on, and everybody else uh josh and uh, everybody else who's part of this, the folks that work on the virtual tabletop stuff, uh, clearly I make a huge amount of use of that. It's a it's a really class group of people, and I'm proud to be one small contributor to um, the things that you know the, the the cool stories that come out of this and that people check out and look out there. Uh, thanks once again, everybody. Uh, love the comments, love the feedback. Um, it, DMs on tick uh, DMs on TikTok and and on Discord and. and uh, messages in YouTube and stuff like that. Just I, you're always welcome to do that. If you happen to be a podcast person, you can find uh, Random Average. Look for the Random Average podcast. And right now, the Random Average podcast is working its way through. It's about 20 some odd uh, episodes behind what's happening here on YouTube um, in podcast form. And uh, weirdly, uh, it works just fine. Um, I've, I've been doing this for a very long time, where I take all the YouTube stuff and I just strip the video out and put it up in podcast form with some of the dead silences stripped out and all that kind of thing but uh, if you are a podcast person um, do feel free to check it out it's pretty cool um, i love you know i like listening to it on podcasts i frequently do um it just as a reminder of things that have happened 
uh, in the past, so I make sure I reincorporate stuff and if you're into that kind of thing and you want to uh, take a trip through audio only, then by all means. And if not, you want to stick here, I cannot blame you. I will see y'all next week. Thanks all.